This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire DC Absolute. Hell yeah. Holy crap, this is amazing. bonus episode of absolute dc podcast with myself ronnie and aaron and because of the topic we had to bring on daryl taylor too hi daryl how you doing (laughs) (laughs) the sultry sound of daryl taylor once again all right so the topic the hot button has been the controversy and issue in the latest issue of Heroes in Crisis. Ah, oh, every issue is a hot button. Well, that's I was gonna say from <laughs> issue one to now, so it shouldn't be anything new to the three of us that the new issue came out and there's something somebody's whining about or making a hot button about. But this one is kind of ridiculous to me. Honestly, when the conversation started on Twitter, or I guess, did it happen last night? I think, because I think I woke up and saw that I had like 18 Twitter notifications. And I was like, is this serious or is this a joke? I can't really tell. But yeah, it was. Yeah, it was late last night. Yeah, I guess I passed out before it happened. But it, it was serious and silly. <laughs> yeah. So, Mr. Taylor, tell us about this controversy. Well, which 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 controversy? Uh, him being a not being a CIA agent, or <laughs> the... you know what? I'm beginning to agree with that one because that picture that he posted in Iraq, he's got a, and I know Tom, and he does not have a full head of hair. So no, I, I, think he, I remember the first. That's really him. Yeah, I remember the first time I went to his house and I saw that picture and I said, "No, <laughs> you don't have hair. That's not you, and you don't you don't stand cool like that with a gun. <laughs> yeah, that is not you." So that was the first thing I got because I didn't know what was, I didn't know any of this was going on. Then I get a text message of a picture of him and then and his response but I didn't know what happened so I'm like why are you texting me your your (laughs) records I don't know why and then and then I look online for a second and then I see a whole bunch of crap yeah about he didn't serve don't believe them why should I believe them and this is the crazy thing about that Mm. I mean, obviously he was in the CIA, but like, why would you mess with someone who may or may not have been in the CIA when obviously they could probably do things to you? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why even take that chance? Well, if it's public, so if you get hurt or die, then you know that the person you went after is the person that did it. So you have to be public (laughs) about it. That's that's the deal. That's how you stay alive in the movie. You have to put it out there. (laughs) So silly. My question is, though, why does it even matter, though? Well, the guy uh, 
the article itself with with trying to question not not just Tom but just the comic book community in general like why should we why do we just believe everything that publishers tell us okay that's what it was that that's what it turned into like i don't like you know like i don't understand why we just believe everything yeah you know that they tell us we should not do that and and then but they just use tom as the uh you know as the point of target to get the hits that's that's a poor argument though because there are so many instances they could have used like the the one guy from marvel who was pretending to be like he was an editor right and he was pretending to be like an asian guy writing the comics or something uh, you yeah. mean, well the one running marvel right now I yeah mean, oh is he still he there he's in charge <laughs> yeah he's in charge. not only is he run i mean <laughs> he's, he's failed up he, he he did something bad and he now he's right like there's taking over marvel. there's plenty of instances of people getting caught doing something crazy well they like, mentioned that is... too but they lumped that that's funny because they didn't he did put that in the, uh, the did article he? I, honestly, he I lumped didn't. it. He, I did. I peeped. I, I didn't want to, but then I, I saw the thing and I had. I did it anyway. <laughs> he he lumped that in. Tom was the get you in the door, and uh, then from there he he lumped in that and some other things. Like that's you know, why should you believe him? I think the Micah the Micah. Um, what was his name? Michael Wright or something? It's been so long since I've spoke to him. The guy that was writing Stormwatch Achilles heel. Okay. Uh, for Wildstorm, he had said he 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 had said that he was in the uh, armed forces and that he was in special force. He he had was in a special forces unit and all this kind of stuff. And the book was heavily that. Like like when Stormwatch was came back again, they relaunched Stormwatch as a team of humans who were their job was to take down Metas, right? And mm-hmm. in the in the Wildstorm universe, mm-hmm. and his whole thing. I mean, in even back then, there's this thing of every creator has to have a story or some shtick or you right, know, there's yeah. something about them that live in the character uh, or the persona. Yeah. Yeah, persona. So his persona was that he was in this unit, and then the book was doing pretty good. It got it did get critical acclaim. It wasn't. It was it was doing pretty good, and then it come to find out the unit that he had used, the guys that were actually in the unit said, "Wait up! He was not in this unit. This is a lie." So that came out and. It was a yeah. whole big thing. That book got canceled very quickly, and a lot of apologies were made. And uh, yeah, it was a um, it was a big thing. It was a, it was a really big thing because he had lied about service, and of course they didn't catch it at Wildstorm at the time. And so, but that that was that thing. So they so that was also in the article and to kind of you know say why are we believing like you know like we're we just automatically are supposed to believe that this king guy is in the cia and and 
when they asked before about him being in the CIA, it's it's they didn't get an answer because it's not like the CIA. You can't just go straight up to them and walk up and say, "Did so and so work here?" <laughs> yeah, like you have to. Why can't, not? <laughs> I don't know. They don't. They just they, I don't know why you can't, but you should be able to. But it didn't happen that. Way, so they they won't answer you that way. They'll they'll you know there's a whole thing you got to go through, and then there's paperwork that you can never show anybody. Uh-huh. Like for people that he works for, you know, like if you're working for like a publication or something and you're you have to ask permission to mention that you even work for the CIA and he had right. to get permission to say that. So um, was it was it brought up because of Tom writing Sheriff of Babylon then? They were saying, yeah, back then, because he, he had to he had to get permission to write Sheriff because some of the things that were in Sheriff, he it could be construed that it was part of his life in the CIA. So you have to get permission. If you like, if he's writing about Batman, you don't have to get permission for that as Batman. Right. What the hell does that have to do with the CIA? Right. But if you do a thing like the sheriff of Babylon, he had to get permission before he even started. Okay. Because it's just too close. Yeah. Um, and, and, and from the paper that he tweeted out for issue six of it, I'm yeah. assuming for every issue, he had to send them to OK, right? Yes, they had to vet every single page of that comic book to make sure that it wasn't anything in there <laughs> that they felt could was a no-no. Yeah. yeah, they could be used. It was a no-no for him. He knew going in, you know what not to put in the book, but you, right. but you have to show them what you write because it's it's part of the oath you took. Yeah. You gotta let mommy and daddy approve it. You gotta let mommy and daddy approve it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so that's the real reason why Sheriff Volume Two hasn't came out yet is because Tom's <laughs> like, "The hell with this! I don't want to have to send it in and wait on it forever." Sure, sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, that 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 was yeah. That's the, the controversy with the that part. That was a recent controversy. Now the other controversies that happened with from issue one on I mean first there's the um what the uh Harley Quinn can't beat Batman yes yep. and then there's and then why didn't Superman stop her and like there's that those complaints were going on why did he kill all these heroes that were um so popular and needs a hundred thousand, uh, you know, orders that these these characters are in these books that you know they were ordered by hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people of fans. That's like you haven't been buying a Roy Harper book. I couldn't find a Roy Harper book <laughs> if there wasn't one. <laughs> if they kicked him out the Titans. I don't know why, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but so, yeah, so that was a controversy of why, it, it, first of all, the book is about PTSD and dealing with death, right? And dealing with yep. the horrors of being a superhero and what it does to you mentally and emotionally and physically. Mm-hmm. And so the first, the, so the complaint of they're making a travesty of death and like how dare they? This is just like a game to them just to kill these characters off. It's horrible, and da, 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 da. it's like, but going in, you know, it's about dealing with 
Yeah. Tragedy. That's yeah. the point of the story. That's the elevator yeah. pitch, right? That's the pitch. Yeah, that's the yeah. and it's a mystery. It's a murder mystery wrapped up in that yeah. event. It's not yeah. like it's not like the pitch was it's a cosmic event and then nope. all of a sudden, you know, issue one came out and nope, just kidding. It's nope. a murder mystery. Nope. There's no tie in miniseries to go with it. There's no only thing there was was whoever books connected with if they connected with any of the people dead they would have to deal with the mourning of their characters in that book flash he he's dealing with it with roy i mean with uh wally. with uh wally and and uh, and green arrow you know he's dealing with the loss of roy i mean that's that's it <coughs> well um Titans. T- yeah red Titans, red, red yeah, Jason had to deal. Red with Hood him. had a moment in the in the in a diner. Yes, yeah. he had a he had a moment. Because before, like, and that was perfectly timed too. Like, yeah, because they just said their goodbyes and split up, and they, I mean, Jason and Roy. Yeah, I got to go get help. That's basically what he said. I have to go yeah. get help, and yeah. which is perfect. I mean. You know, it was sad, but hey, I mean, yeah, stories are soap operas. These comics are soap operas, and soap operas are sad. Yeah, um, and and ridiculous sometimes too, right? Very much so. <laughs> so I mean, so speaking of ridiculous, tell me <laughs> about the latest controversy for the newest issue. Uh, well, it's, it's that. That Clark owns a Superman T-shirt. <laughs> oh well, why well, actually that wasn't even. There was another controversy for this one because they had released a cover, and it was deemed pretty sexual with uh, Poison Ivy. Okay, but it kind of spoiled that something was going to happen to Poison Ivy as well. So that was a. Oh yes, yes, and that, that was the one where she was laying on the ground, right? Right. Right. Okay. Right. So that. So that's twofold. Now you have the people that are mad because you there are there is a society of fans who uh, are in favor of Poison Ivy being a hero. Well, um, it's not like covers tell us what's going to happen in the comic book anyway. Yeah, no. So that that cover and it was and it was deemed not a cover that they were comfortable with. Uh, Tom especially and. It was taken out. They're not going to use that cover. Yeah. So that was the end of that. So that was that controversy. Now we get to this one. Yeah. And in case Daryl yourself haven't hasn't heard our previous episode where we talked about this issue before we knew that there was controversy <laughs> in the <laughs> mist. Uh, Aaron's only problem with the book was that Clark owned a Superman T-shirt. Not that Lois was wearing the T-shirt, but that he owned a Superman. Yeah, he owned I, a T-shirt. That was I don't the, think he bought, but I, I, I could, I see, would not as, see anybody. Like if I knew you were, if you were Superman, like I bought Tom, Tom's right, Batman. What did I buy? I bought him a Batman hoodie. Right? <laughs> if you ask with him, it's like yeah. you all day. That, as as Ronnie and I were talking through it, we decided it was probably Batman that bought him the shirt as a goof. It's a goof, yeah. I could see it. So I, I got a little better with it, but I'm still not 100% there yet. 
I could see it. I could see her buying it, knowing Lois and reading so many stories with Lois. She is a wife who would f with you, and I could totally see her buying a, a super like they had this this Superman celebration because remember they have Superman Day every year, right? Yeah. Mm. And she buys it and comes home with it like ha ha ha, mm-hmm. Superman shirt, silly. Yep. You know I. Because my yeah, argument too was. Besides the Daily Planet clothes attire, right? His mm-hmm. button-up shirts and his tie, mm-hmm. and the actual Superman sh- suit. When is he going to have damn time to even wear a t-shirt? He never does. Well, when they were working on the farm for a minute. Well, yeah. <laughs> but they're plaid. Right, they're plaid t-shirts. So no, it wouldn't be. It yeah. would wouldn't be his. It would be hers, and she's yeah. just effing with him. I bet you she did that. Yeah, but. The real controversy mm. is that she is depicted as being too sexy. Is that right? Or that too risky? That was the complaint that I saw from on Twitter about her looking too sexual. Now, by looking sexual, it was she was in the nightshirt. It's a nightshirt. You know. How it, to, you know. It's, and she yeah. she has her legs not open. Not, but they're just. Uh, she's leaning up against the the doorway, and you, their legs. You see her legs. She's got her, you know, one foot up and the other leg down. And all the door. people in Clayman's draws everybody sexy, right? You, you, Clark yeah. is in bed with no shirt on. Yeah, she has more clothes on than he does. Yeah, basically. Um, and they're going to bed. Yeah, that. That's my biggest argument of the thing that I thought was huh. silly, is that like my wife wears my shirts to bed, and that's her what they do. and her they, underwear, right? That's so what they I mean, do. like, or if it's a lucky night, no underwear. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Right. If the, mean, all the kids are gone, then you know, the kids, <laughs> you know, and she's, you know, it's a good night, you know. Oh, okay. But, so. <laughs> to have her over sexualized, I didn't see it really. If she had bent over, if they did a scene of her bending over in front of him. Yeah. Or something like she had her tongue out or, you know, like in a sexual manner or her legs were, or a nighty. Or really like crazy sexy nighty because you know damn well you, you you women ain't wearing after you've been together as long as they've been together yeah. they're not wearing that yeah for you. they don't have to anymore they don't have to wear that for you anymore yeah they're, they're like, not doing it they're like oh, us and it's like why spend seventy dollars on something yeah that exactly you're only gonna wear for like two minutes exactly two minutes two seconds you're not gonna have <laughs> well, get just, it off that was me coming downstairs you know taking yeah. my time that's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, so the, the, the only way I could see that being, yeah, it being sexual if she had, like, all the people, though, look attractive. That's the way they're drawn. Like, everybody, doesn't matter who they are. Yes. Bullock yes. would probably look attractive. Yes. <laughs> in a Clayman comic book. Yeah, well, this whole, the whole series, I mean, this issue was Clay, but, like, even last issue when Lee drew, Lee Weeks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, which I gotta say, Lee Weeks, because I'm not friends with him, so I can't be on the first name basis. <laughs> but like, um, I mean, this whole thing has been like the Young and the Restless, right? There is no ugly people on the Young and the Restless. 
Well, if well, there's no ugly people in in comic books at all, right? I mean, yeah. unless it's a certain artist, you know, like if they pick a certain artist and then they, you know, that's their style. But for the most part, nah. Even when they say someone's old, they don't look old. They look they look distinguished. Yeah, they, they look Michael yeah. Fassbender Magneto, not yeah. Ian McKellen Magneto, exactly. right? Exactly. So. Like, they don't look like that guy on that uh, commercial about the diabetes. <laughs> Come on. They never looked that old, right? They never they never looked that old at all. They were always cool looking. Like, they could do, They always look like they could still do 50 sit-ups at least. <laughs> yeah. All right. Come on, what? I know you're playing de- devil's advocate here, Aaron. So what? No, no, no. I was just upset that he's making fun of Wilford Brimley. <laughs> I like what I, I watched Cocoon when I I went to the movies and saw Cocoon. I didn't have a choice. I was in Florida and my aunt made us. We wanted to see Back to the Future, but she made us watch Cocoon. She thought it was the devil's work, so she wouldn't let us watch it. So wouldn't... Back to the Future? Yeah. How is Cocoon any better? That's like listen, aliens. Listen, listen, we sat that we sat in that movie theater with uh, ten other senior citizens, and we thought the same thing. <laughs> She's a jerk. That's what we thought. Okay. So then the double <laughs> controversy for this one is also Batgirl. Right. Right. Babs is sitting in a chair. She's having her testimonial, which every character gives a testimonial, except for Black Canary. She's like, F it. I don't give testimonials. Well, and I think, I hope I didn't say this the last time or last episode, but like, that's her character. That's yes. her voice yes. is like, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. She's like, the hell with it. Fuck this. I'm out. When I talk to somebody, I'll talk to Babs about it. Yeah. You know, that's what she'll do. She'll talk to Babs or she'll talk to uh, Helena. She's not gonna she's not gonna talk to So them. was it because Dang. So was the Babs thing because she was drawn like with her skin tight suit on, or was it because she lifted up her shirt and showed her navel or Yeah, and part of the injury people show their injuries when they're doing their testimonials and we're supposed to think so far we don't know all the information yet but they're supposed to be having these cathartic conversations with these with robots pretty much so that they don't remember and they're wiped away so they she she doesn't have to feel like there's a creepy dude watching her you know in that in that in that conversation so she could be vulnerable because the person is not human right and they're not so she showed she, her she doesn't scar. Have to be, yeah, she doesn't have to be judged. She doesn't have to be judged. And her scar, and I mean, you know, all of us who have had, you know, we all have had women in our lives who have had either surgeries, right, or accidents or whatever. And there is a vulnerability to those scars. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is, and they show, and and you know by the intimacy of you know of you being with them that they'll show you that, but it's not something they're going to tell everybody else about, right? So that scene was a very intimate, intimate scene, yeah. yeah. You know, and that has been the most traumatic thing to happen in her life for someone to be shot in their stomach 
to the point where it hit their spine and they were crippled free <laughs> for a long period of time and had to work their way back up to walking again. That, that was a, a tremendously uh, uh, jarring yeah. thing that happened to her that she will never forget. And her father was tortured pretty yeah. much and she had to watch it. Like that is that is her major trauma. Everyone has their trauma. That's her major trauma. So she just you know, as her dealing with that trauma by showing it. But she's in the all of them are in their costumes. I mean that's Yeah. That's the costume. I mean you know. Yeah. Okay, so well, both- do you think that part of it was that it was back to back? Like I'm pretty sure the page with Babs was like immediately following Lois and Clark in bed. Probably it wasn't that far away, but probably the other issue is having an artist that draws everyone as, as, as attractive as he does. Mm. Doesn't help it either. Like if another artist didn't draw as, as like, and I'm not saying so, he draws like, him sexy. Like he doesn't draw it like Greg Land. Like there's a there's Greg Land, and then there you know, and then there's like you know, a artist that draws everyone in a kiddish kind of way, right? Like there's those levels. Young style, right? There's those levels, right? Yeah. You know, uh, Clay Man is closer to Greg Land than he would be to Scotty Young way of drawing it, but you know. But so style wise, style wise, say like Mitch drew this issue, right? Mitch Garrett's okay. I think it would still be he draws people attractive too, but there's a different way that Mitch draws. That's it's more like Clayman is more stylized, right? Than Mitch. Mitch is he does it. He has a different take on it's a, like a realistically rougher around yes. the edges type thing a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. as to but where clay's is realistically like glamorized I right his is glamorized yes i would say that his is more glamorized i would say yeah so like both situations are both intimate situations but not yes. intimate like pornhub.com intimate you know what no. i mean like no there's tons of times and Aaron you can chime in too like where the wife and I are in bed and that's where we have our most conversation throughout the day all right and so and so if you just cherry pick the that two Mm -hmm. pages right right and not take the context because she was telling him hey I'm getting these videos I'm gonna do my job Right, I have to do my job. That's, you need that's, to do, that was the main thing about it. They you need to do your job and right. tell your friends. I'm a reporter, and yeah. that's my. This is what I do, and this is going to strain their marriage because these these superheroes are his. You know, that's his world. Some yeah. there's his teammates and stuff. Yeah. So for this stuff to come out, you have to do the news. There's no way you can hold that story. Yeah. So, but if you didn't have that context there, then you cherry pick it and be like, oh, look, she's sexually glamorized in here. Yeah, if you read at it and just go really quickly, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Oh, wow, look at that. Boom, 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 boom. Right. Oh, see? This is what I'm talking about. That's why I hate that King guy. Yeah. And just like, then, the same yeah. thing with Babs. Like, I think it was yeah. issue three, two, when Batman went in there. Like, he yeah. didn't even have a word bubble 
in yeah. the, in that nine panel grid mm-hmm. and nope. you can feel what he was going through in that room yeah and same thing with Babs. Like I think she only had like one or two word bubbles in that six or nine panel grid. Yeah, because that's her main. Like that's everyone. Like she has to deal with that like all the time, right? This is this is a well known thing that what happened to her. Yeah. So for what I love that dialogue later in that issue where she's like, "I'm so sick of being looked at." as the damaged little girl. Yeah. You know, that you have to protect when, you know, like it's embarrassing for a woman to is as independent as she is, you know, like to be that dependent for a while. And then to have, they don't want to be looked at as a victim. No one wants to be looked at as a victim. Right. And she's always looked at that way. Kind of. And I think I said this too, but on the previous episode, but like Babs, yes, Clay's like glamorized, you know, in a good way. She's wearing yoga pants, basically. Yeah, but she's back. She looks older and not Mm -hmm. teeny. Right. And she's back to being that badass woman. And like the confessionals, I think, and then... The confessionals for me is probably my favorite thing of the series just because of the simplicity that it is and also like the heart and gut punches that it does. Yeah, we don't ever get to see that in these in these event like yeah. stories. Like yeah. they just get over it. This, yeah. is, this is just something they move past and they and they get over it. And this is years of 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 continuity, taking all these years of continuity, and that's what I was going to say too. Like this was, uh, you two might know this more than me, but this is the first time that she's ever even addressed the scars, right? When they first brought in the DC fifty two, when they basically said. Yes, she was shot, and she might have been Oracle for a hot second, mm-hmm. but somehow they were able to do some surgery and and repair her spine so she can walk again. So there was that in those first arcs <laughs> that she did talk about. She talked about it, that. though. Right. She okay. talked a very... little bit about it. Yeah. Okay. Because... Yeah, I didn't read that much of the new Fifty Two, or you know. But it's it's also not not like this. No. It wasn't as I don't not. I mean, I don't want to say emotional, but it it, it she was wouldn't just talk kind, about it. She wouldn't yeah, yeah. say it. She wouldn't even say what happened. She just said right. the incident. She would say yeah. the, because it was too emotionally raw for her to even deal with it. Right. So this so the, then that makes the that confessional even more heavy than if this is like years and years and years in the making, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Wow. And that stuff with Batman, that's something she's never said to anyone either. Yeah, and she says it's a Harley, right? And she says it's a Harley <laughs> because, again, because a woman who's been through a, a trauma like that can recognize in another woman who's also been through 
a trauma, but she's been beaten and, you know. What's ever happened to her? Uh, well, people forget <laughs> in the big well <laughs> and that loving relationship with the Joker. Uh, how do you love the Joker? Yeah, she's like the running comic role model of hashtag uh, Me Too, right? Well, she's turned into it now. I mean, back then she was just uh, the henchman. I mean, she was the female henchman, which every villain had back in the day in the comics and stuff, but. You know, just they were eye candy, but yeah, Joker takes things a little bit uh, <laughs> more serious than others. Like the Riddler, he wouldn't take <laughs> it as serious as that. Uh, so she she's seen some stuff. She's seen some stuff, which which goes to her damage. She's she's been through a lot. Well, but also think of her profession. She's probably <laughs> taken on a lot of. A lot of stuff from other people that's weighed heavy on her as well. Oh, for sure, and for so. sure she has. I mean, and that's you know, and that makes it even worse on how he broke, you know, kind of broke her. Yeah. Mentally. And then you know, and then kind of turned her into something that did well. There was that. There was always that. That was that thing in her that he saw, because Joker is also good at manipulation and he saw that thing in her that was attracted to the danger yeah he was able to pull on it enough i mean i think they 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 kind of imply that they that she was his psychiatrist for a few months maybe you know he would get out and come back and and little by little he was planting those seeds and breaking her down and breaking her down until he got her yeah and, and through the whole series, like that, no matter if you're male, female, whatever race you are, because uh, what's his name? Lagoon Boy, right? Yeah, that old injury of uh, way back when, when yeah. Titans got decimated again, because they've always gotten decimated <laughs> uh, every few years, and he was hit. But yeah, but, lasers. The, uh, but I mean, that. That's what weighed on him, right? Yes. Yeah. The pain, like waiting to get shot. I mean, once you get shot the first time and mm-hmm. you've never felt that kind of pain before, I've, I've always heard it explained the same, even from different people I know that have been shot. It's like you're waiting for it to happen again. You're always looking. Out you're for always it. looking. You like you. You are sometimes at a point where you feel the pain of the bullet before it even hits you, hmm. just from hearing a sound. Like there are people, you know, overseas, you know, people who served yeah. and they come back. It's like they hear something yeah. or they remember that pain. It's, you never forget your worst pain. It's a trigger, right? You never forget the worst pain you've ever had. Being being shot or stabbed or something like that is the worst. Yeah, and I think that's what this series does the the best at is not magnifying the pain, but humanizing, slowing the, it down. Yep, yeah, slowing it down and humanizing the characters because even if we had those powers, we'd still be going through the same thing. It still hurt. <laughs> you still get punched. It still hurts. You get stabbed. It still you bleeding. It still hurts you. I mean, 
you yeah. know, a police officer gets shot, they don't go back on duty the next day. Yeah. You yeah. know, even if it's shot with the with the uh, you know uh, a vest on, they still don't go back the next day. Sometimes they don't go back for months. Right. Yeah. Or even a teammate or partner. Or a teammate or a partner. Sometimes they don't go back. There's something that is just so it's so traumatizing. They don't go back. They yeah. can't. Yeah. They mentally can't go back to that. I mean, but we got these, you know, these these extraordinary people running around like, you know, oh, my friend just got killed. Okay. Yeah. Issue two. I'm back on it. Yeah. Gotta keep fighting. And that, that was your favorite issue, right, Aaron? Which was, was the one where it showed the inner workings of the quote unquote danger room? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um where where we actually got to see how everything kind of worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was you know, like the the first two issues were for me they were just okay. I to it, but as soon as we started seeing how, you know, sanctuary itself was set up to function you're just like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. And, like, I'm way more into it now than I was. Yeah. You know, up, up until the Superman t-shirt, and I'm just right back out again. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Bruce is going to show his Batman socks that Clark got him for Christmas. So I'm, I'm <laughs> sure, he, sure he is. I'm, I'm sure telling you, this, this better end with all of them, like the like the end of the Avengers movie, uh-huh. where they're all sitting eating shawarma, but it's them it's them just wearing their t-shirts. Well, <laughs> I, I I I don't want to give away the ending, but I I know for sure it won't end that way. <laughs> well, you better talk to Tom and rewrite that ending. Uh, <laughs> he's like, what? I can hear him now. What? Sure, I'll get on that. Yeah, yeah sure. And then they'll give me the F you sign. <laughs> when, when they re-release this as like black and white director's cuts, that better be in there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who is going to draw that? Side, side, script, side script notes. Make sure after credit scene has shawarma and superheroes in their own shirts <laughs> draw that Tom can draw oh well it's not going to look as great <laughs> it's, yeah his drawing skills are they've improved yeah there, but... there was nowhere to go but up Ronnie <laughs> yeah I'm saying <laughs> He can do two feet, yeah. He can do two legs, <laughs> arms. I've even know. seen a mustache now. So he, he's, that's <laughs> what he worked on. That's the improvement right there, the mustache. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's about that's about it. You just want him drawing stuff on a lunchbox. You don't want him actually drawing <laughs> stuff on your, you know. Yeah, that's something you got to pay for. <laughs> It's crazy. I don't know. For for me, like, this series, and I know I tweeted out today or last night when I was doing my late night comic reads, but I would say my favorite overall event, DC event, is 52. And then my second one is Identity Crisis. And this one 
is teetering to overtake the number one spot. Hmm. Just yeah, because, people. just because of the emotional weight, the it's a lot. It's a lot of emotional weight to it, and the people mad now. Boy, you wait. <laughs> I told him he gonna have to leave town. <laughs> He's gonna have to go back into um, protective custody and change yeah. his name. Yeah, get off the internet, leave town. You gonna because boy, these people are gonna come after you. He'll have to be Mark Queen now instead of Tom King. Yeah, he'll right. have to change his name and everything. He'll have to. Why'd you just give up his else. alias? He'll have to become something else. <laughs> And he play the arrow music, and he goes away. Sad Hulk music. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. And I, I'm already expecting the text messages. Why the F did you let Tom, like, I could control it. Why the F did you let him do that? <laughs> My fault. I didn't well, write this I mean, story. The people at DC like it, so. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, it happens. People die. People come back. Yeah, that that's the other thing I don't get. Why are people so crazed? You know they're all going to be back at some point. That's what I happens. Mean, even, even if it's 15 years from now, you know that Wally's going to wander back into something. I'm saying. That doesn't ever happen. You know, now Roy, he might stay dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they pretty much jacked him up with the hat and the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it might take a while to get him back right. Well, it could just be a clone. And that could not be him at all. Well, it was Martian Manhunter. <laughs> he pretended to be dead. <laughs> so they could go rest somewhere with Tupac and Biggie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's, Roy, that's... Roy is a as a budding rap career. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's, doing he's hanging out. Having a big old triple cheeseburger with mama cats. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Chilling. I mean, it's gonna, yeah, I, yeah, it's like, I can't. Listen, I've been, I've been angry since the day Cyclops was dead. <laughs> and they didn't even kill him on screen. They killed him off screen. <laughs> Never forgiven you, Charles. <laughs> and I know Charles, and he did that to me. Like he did it to me personally. Why did you do this to me? Well, he's coming back, so you'll be all right. He's coming back. But now I have to worry because I don't know how he's coming. Like, is he going to be good, Cyclops? Or is he going to be weird, Cyclops? Cause well, he still has always. There's always an adjustment period, but then he comes back to being good. Rosenberg does some weird, so I don't know which version of Scott I'm going to see. I'm a little worried still, a little bit. Well, he still has that uniform on that he died in, so. Uh, Man, you think he changed his clothes (laughs) all that time, Pat? (laughs) He should be in the Superman (laughs) t-shirt. That would be funny. All right? Like, Dad, would you put some pants on? Like... (laughs) Well, Aaron, if you have such a big deal about that and you haven't started Mr. Miracle yet, just wait. Oh, no, I know. Oh, I I know about that one. It's like three or four times an issue, every issue. Yeah. But 
but that to me is different. Why? Because it's not his shirt? Well, no, look. I mean, how many times have we talked about, you know, would people be playing with Flash action figures in a Flash comic book? You know, would this person be wearing like a green arrow shirt in the background of this cut, co- you know, this other comic or something like that? Like Mr. Miracle to me seems like it's the way the whole thing is set. It's sort of bizarre. Right. Mm-hmm. So like it doesn't really matter. It's not supposed to be real anything, if that makes sense, without me reading any of it. He has a poster of himself. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> really dope. <laughs> hey, what? if I was a superstar like that, why not? Yeah, that's true. Celebrate yourself. Why? Why not? <laughs> Elvis, Elvis probably played with Elvis memorabilia, didn't he? Uh, I would assume in between the weird yeah. sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What is that? Peanut butter and banana. Mayonnaise, uh, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Oof. But I mean, you know, you would. You're famous. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, especially if you're super famous, you're gonna get close. You know, I, I, I. People are assholes. You know, even people you love, they're gonna send you gifts and think it's hilarious. I saw this in Walmart and it's a t-shirt with your face on it. Yes, that's what I was going like, to say that you, <laughs> you need to send Tom that for his birthday. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> send Tom a t-shirt with his face on it so he can wear it to cons. I thought about that. I did. I was disappointed <laughs> getting the shirt done. But I did think about that. I remember that 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 picture of him, I, I I sent him that picture of him looking like uh, a cult leader. Jones, the oh. cult leader, yeah, yeah. I wanted that robe though. That robe <laughs> robes were tight. <laughs> Damn it, I wanted one of those robes. Those are the coolest robes ever. He can't hook you up with one. They he ran out because everybody uh. wanted one. They ran out. I said, Damn. <laughs> he tried to get me one. And, Damn, they all bought the robes. Everybody. Everybody called in their favors and got their robes already. <laughs> Damn it. I really did want that robe, though. It was so good. That shit was some crazy shit. You just walk into it. You just walk into anywhere with that robe on. <laughs> you look like... You, at first, you look crazy. Then you, <laughs> then you look rich. It could look like... Uh, well, was that where he looked crazy but rich, too? Was it Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cop? Right. Oh. Oh, when they were wearing the those leather outfits down the street. No, where he was staying in the like the Ritz or the Marriott or whatever. Oh yeah, when he lied and and that was two. Yeah. When he lied. Oh. Uh, well, yeah. actually, he did it twice. Didn't he do it twice? Yeah. And then no, they, then they stole it the second time. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Because uh, Taggart and whatever in the first one talk down to him and then in the second one they all three stole him that's right because he already had three others in the yeah, back right, like yeah. you have to take him <laughs> yeah exactly have to take him god dang it can't take these home I can't fit him in my back <laughs> um, but yeah it is it is funny it is yeah it is funny but I but I know 
you, you keep getting that after a while. You're like, oh, if I get one more gift, one more gift of me, I'm going to be mad. Because <laughs> everyone thinks they got that great joke. Ah, yeah, this will be hilarious. Unless you're Gene Simmons. Well. And then you just do it to yourself. Yeah, then you just do it to yourself. The whole other thing. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully people will stop dying for a little while. Well, you guys want to wrap this bonus one up then? Sure. Yeah. Go for it, Ronnie. We have any bows that we want to put on the Heroes in Crisis controversy hot button issue? No, I just think people need to lighten up in general. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, ah. Uh... I don't know. And I, I still will never understand just because you don't like a comic book, why you have to go after somebody on the internet, like someone you don't even know. Oh, it's a necessity. You have to, because you have to, you have to convince the world to not like that person's stuff either. Yeah. That's why that's, that's what it is. You know, look, comic book fans are catty. They're yeah. Catty. They're yeah. catty. And they see, they see that dude on there getting accolades or something, and they're like, I don't like that dude, yo. <laughs> I don't like him. Well, I'm waiting for t- the Twitter machine to blow up tomorrow since Ruby Rose got the pilot. I was surprised one. that they didn't recast. I was really surprised. Well, I'm waiting for that since they drove her off Twitter already. Last year, so yeah, you know the you know the hate. She's they you know people are typing it in now. Mm-hmm. They're getting their they're getting their speeches fine. Yeah, ready. like I said to you, Ronnie, after I watched it, she was significantly better than I thought she would be. But they also limited the screen time that she. That's did. why I thought they were going to get somebody <laughs> else because they really did limit the screen time. They made, you know, and, like I'm, and even the action stuff, it was like yeah. a lot of close ups and then a couple quick cuts, so like you didn't really see her do anything. But I mean, she's look. I I don't think she's a great actress. But I mean, I, I haven't are, seen the are great. any of those people great no, actors. None of them are Shakespeare. So, I mean, so none of them are Shakespeare. I mean, <laughs> Well, and, and you're not going to, like, tweet at her and, you know, like, hound her either. Yeah. Well, I did because of what she did to Piper on Orange is the New Black. I was like, are you kidding? Yeah, that was effed up. That was effed up. <laughs> but she got hers in the end, though. Yeah. She did yeah. get hers. Good for her. <laughs> Cause she was a mean thing, man. I swear she was mean. <laughs> Dang it! Take us out, Aaron. No, you're you do it. Oh, it's my episode. Yeah, it's <laughs> a bonus episode. I'll let you take this one. We should, right. we should pretend we're on Titan and we all just shoot each other. <laughs> right? Yeah. They kill each other. Everybody just kills each other at, at the end. I'd say that, and then Mike's gonna get mad at me again. <laughs> I talk bad about his Titans. Hey, listen, we both really enjoy Titans, so. Yeah. I didn't even say I hated it. I just. <laughs> you weren't going to talk bad about it. it. I just had a, some criticisms <laughs> of it. He just went off on Twitter like, oh, how dare you. How dare you. All right. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Ron Bar 316 
hate you, Ronnie. <laughs> I am on Twitter at arrow n s b l e l l. How is it we doing here? Like, what is <laughs> he's for Ronnie's ridiculous. Aaron S. Bell on Twitter. What is happening here? Uh, I'm just the voice one, two, three, but I just have Daryl Taylor as my name. I don't, you know. <laughs> nope. That easy. And it's uh, DC underscore absolute to tweet at the show, right? Correct. Okay. Absolute DC podcast at gmail.com. There we go. Boom. You are now tuned in.